I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. Pete, so there's something I always talk about with patients where I say, I'm not a fan of positivity. And there's, you know, like a momentary, like, <gasps> you know what? Gasp. And I say, yes, yes, I'm not a fan of positivity. I am a fan of optimism. Yeah. And today I want us to really talk about the difference between those things and really specifically sort of like a, a term that's kind of come into popular awareness is toxic positivity. So are you, you know, you is that something you've kind of like heard out in the world? And It's like a positive poly, right? Like I think, <laughs> yeah, kind of, I think yeah. we've all met somebody that no matter what's happening, they're always finding like, oh, well, it, it, the sun is shining today, so be okay with it. And I think mm-hmm. that would be great if that was possible. Mm-hmm. I think from the Eastern point of view, we say, well, life is suffering. So that's also part of the experience. And so I think mm-hmm. sometimes maybe toxic positivity makes us feel like there's something wrong with us because yep. if we don't see the world that way. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely right. And I think maybe it's important if, because, you know, when you're bringing up, it, rightly so, you know, the Eastern view of like, world, you know, life is suffering, there's, there's pain as part of our experience. I can imagine those that might ascribe to a positivity um, dominant lens saying, yeah. well, but that's just a negativity lens, yes, right? right? That's just the other side. And so, you know, maybe what we can do is talk a little bit about why this is dichotomy, right? Well, this I was, I was just thinking black and white. It's, oh, like, there, it's not either negative ESP, or positive. A little ESP happening. Yes, there it is again. Yeah. yeah it's not, so, so go ahead. Say more about well, that. Yeah. I mean, in, I'll just say in sport, like I think some, there was this world in the 90s where visualization was about positively seeing your performance. And mm-hmm. so now, especially as you know, an act and third wave CBT, it's just irrational. I, I can mm-hmm. see it and I can create some muscle memory and it's never going to come out that way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so <laughs> if I... I Never. With maybe 100% confidence, yeah. something uh-huh. is going to change. And so uh-huh. we set ourselves up for failure. So I, I, I think it is about finding that middle road. And we talk a lot about the middle path. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's how I would see this toxic positivity of it doesn't allow for a lot space of the inevitable negativity. Yeah. And and I think, well, and maybe we, let's let's maybe see if we can define like the words in a different way, you know, very, you know, I love me some opera, uh, operationalizing of uh, behavior and language. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So negative and positive are judgments, yes. right? Okay. So Pete and I've talked about many times in this podcast, that is a part of our wiring, mm-hmm. right? We are, we are hardwired to evaluate our experience. It's easier to process, process things in either or as good or bad. And I think for most people, you know, they recognize that negativity is not very effective, right? Negatively judging things, saying like everything's going to be terrible, you know, pessimism is not a, is not a worldview. I would say many people ascribe to it. You know, maybe Larry David, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he ascribes to that worldview. My apologies, yeah. Larry David, if, if you don't, uh, not me to put words in your mouth. Um, yes. Though. I think many people, if not most people, understand that that's that's not very workable, right? right. And 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 also not accurate, right? I think more people can kind of get on board with this idea that, like, yes, saying everything is terrible isn't the same thing as saying this is hard, which would be non-judgmental, you know? Go ahead, yeah. Well, well, because I always think of that Charlie Brown 
cartoon where like the black cloud is following. Yeah, so uh-huh. we're not, you know, I, we're not trying to stay in that space either, no, but no. The, I think describing it in a more operational way, like you're, like you're doing, thank you. So nicely uh, you, dissecting you, it. You, you're welcome. Yeah. So, so yeah. So like, I think a lot of people can get on board with that idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be pessimistic. I want to be more factual. Saying something is hard is different than saying something is the worst thing ever or nothing's right. ever going to tr- turn out my way. Okay. Positivity though, the positive lens is where I think a lot of folks struggle to understand why that doesn't work. Right. And what I explain to people is saying everything is good, everything's amazing, like you're saying, like chin up, the sun is shining, yeah. is just as inaccurate as everything is terrible and there's a dark cloud hanging over me. And that's something I think people have a hard time letting go of because there's this hope that yeah. if I just cling tightly to things being good, I'm going to force things to be good. Like what That's you're right. saying about the visualization. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's, I tell people, I'm like, look when, it, you know, and obviously unless people are watching our YouTube uh, video right now, they can't see my, my, my gesturing that I like to do. Imagine positivity like high up in the sky, right? And right. negativity below ground. Eventually you're going to, find something hard and that's a very far fall down to earth. Right. (laughs) You know? And it's not something I think a lot of people think about. Yeah. And well and and I do it is it's at the forefront. So as I think of where we're the world we're living in today, Mm -hmm. that's why I feel like toxic positivity is so relevant because it's it's super hard to actually find the silver lining right now. So if you're living in a pandemic, if you're living with the social injustices, uh, if you're living in a world that's just simply polarized, listen to that episode. If yes. you're right, these there, it's 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 dare I say impossible to to just to just see that as positivity. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to find a silver lining. It is helpful to make lemonade out of lemons. Sure, you know, all these sayings are are accurate. Yeah. And? I just, and <laughs> I just can't turn myself to the idea that there's going to be negativity. So like I, you know, I've had a rough week. It's, it's been, I, I had one night where sleep was not as, I sleep great. So for all you <laughs> listeners, I'm so, I'm thankful. I have yeah. really strong empathy for yeah. those that have sleep issues yeah. because I'm thankful that I sleep so well. I also practice really good sleep hygiene. And I recognize that when I have a, a restless night's sleep, it does affect my entire week. You know, it could really throw you off, right? Well, so so I'm going to bring back uh, us back to some non-judgmental language here. Because I would say, so I wouldn't call that a negative week. I'd call it a painful week. There was yeah, like, well, dis- tired. There was di- tired. There was, there was distress. There was discomfort. Right. You know, and this idea that being positive about things, right, is, and this is a really important one, is equal to gratitude is also where I think people get stuck. So you're really highlighting that, look, when things are really hard, it is, it's difficult to connect with gratitude. That's, yes. that's true. And, you know, we talk about that um, in our episode on, on, on gratitude, gratitude, right? So we, we talk about in that episode that actually in order to connect with that, we first have to be willing to make space for and validate and acknowledge things that are uncomfortable for us, yes. that, that we feel understood and, and, and a part of, you know, uh, this world of humans we live in, we recognize like we're all struggling. Okay. And then there's some space to go, let me find the silver linings. But what I see people do a lot, and, and I, and I think, you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are about this, Pete. I think this is also like a very American thing to do. I think it's very culturally tied of like, 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 let's like bulldoze through it. Like we're good, you know, like let's be really happy about Mm. things. 
Um, I don't know. That, I'm struggling with that. You're struggling with that. Okay. So um, I think it's you. universal. You do. You think it's universal? Yeah. I mean, I think we are, you know, I think in, in America, we're probably more focused on the grit. Like we're focused on sort of mm. like pulling up your pants and going. Yeah. 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 Bootstraps, I think, is the way. I yeah, bootstraps. Said that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, fall off the horse, get back on. I think yeah. maybe we shove that down our our kids' yeah, throats a bit so more. Ha- yeah, but, but not, not so, so much, much the happy. No, because if I think of Buddhism, the literature, there's a lot of stuff written uh, on the Dhammapada, which is like this idea of Buddhism and happiness. Mm. So that the you know this sort of like this pursuit of happiness. So think of like. All right, so if I blend this in the West, you got like Will Smith with the Pursuit of Happiness, that movie. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, many, many years ago, I forgot that that was one of his films. If, yeah. But I'll go back and watch I it. I hope yes. I'm right. Am I right? You are. No, no, you oh, are. You are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, what was he like searching for? And certainly, we work with people that, I mean, achieve an immense amount of a success or whatnot, and then they're still not happy. And so, yeah. this Pursuit of Happiness is, is all linked with this because, mm-hmm. I, you know, happiness is not always positivity. Frankly, right. What's well, well, and this is where you know we weave in values. It's like, and this is also like a sort of a language issue, at least in English, right? That happy, that word happy means both the emotion of joy, and it yeah. also can mean contentment or fulfillment. Yeah. And contentment or fulfillment are sustained, right? Those are things we can experience. Well, people in our struggle lives. with that word contentment. Do you find that? Uh, you know, I I don't know if I would say in my experience. I don't find that they struggle with it more. Is it sort of like? A little puzzling because they want to say, I want to be happy. And I'll say, well, let's use a different word because your brain's going to get confused because you're not so, going to feel joy all the time. So my high performers don't like contentment because they feel like it's average. Oh, they view it as like- a, Or average or even below average. Uh, interesting as opposed to sort of like this. So maybe fulfillment, they would connect with that word totally. more. I, wonder, I like yeah. that. I think as yeah. the wordsmith you are, I think fulfillment <laughs> yeah. is something that they could totally connect. I'm going to actually borrow that. Yeah. Uh, I, need to, I, need to make, I need to make a note make, about make, that. Make, make a little because note about it. Contentment is certainly more universal as well. Like people understand yeah. what that is. And I think that uh, nine times out of 10, people respond in a negative way of like, well, I don't want to be content because then I'm not going to this I'm other pushing like, myself. I'm not evolving. Place. Right. 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 So, yeah. Okay, so that so, might so. be American esque, but not, but not as much. But again, I think in terms of Buddhism, there's this idea that, uh, like happiness is not something you, you find happiness within, you know, mm. and, and, and there's these, all these sayings, like all that we are is a result of what we have thought. And so it really kind of puts this idea into whatever unhappiness lack of fulfillment mm-hmm. is connected to my thought, you know, yes. it, you know, in the Eastern traditions, it's like, no, nothing exists outside of my mind. And right. that like, yeah. that blows a lot of people's minds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because really, if you think about it, like what I see is green is my perception in my no, mind. We don't know. You don't know what I see as green. We, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, that's a real, I, I don't know. People get, well, yeah, they can, it gets a little, um, it can get a little out there for people, yeah, maybe. Bug, so, yeah. yeah so, bug so, people so, out a bit. Yeah, so, so we can bring it back here. We can uh, uh, anchor our listeners uh, back in this. You're so good at concept. anchoring me. Thank oh, you. Oh, 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 you're welcome. Thank you um, <laughs> for letting me uh, mindfully return here. Uh, yes. Anchoring back into distinguishing between, you know, gratitude and fulfillment, and then contrasting that with positivity, which yes. is something about evaluating things needing to be good. And, you know, and this is one thing I am really curious to hear if this is, you've been hearing this both in your practice, also in your personal life, because I, I definitely, a lot of people in my personal life will, will share this with me in addition mm-hmm. to patients that, you know, a lot of people will know somebody that when they're trying to share 
like that they're having a hard time, especially right now. Again, we were recording this during the pandemic and, you know, there's just like we've been saying, there's a lot of hard stuff going on right now. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of hard stuff. That's and an understatement. Yeah, it's, a, it's an understatement. Absolutely. Yeah. So when they're trying to share with somebody, hey, I'm just, you know what? Oh, it's really hard. Like, it's really hard. Like, I'm, you know, my kids are doing remote learning or I'm, you know, I oh. can't find a job or yeah. whatever the thing is. And then they have somebody in their life say, well, but there's so much to be grateful for. You should yeah. be grateful when be, that we've got a roof over our heads or that you- I don't know. Uh, I get annoyed with those things. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Well, well me too. <laughs> because, and that's what I mean about like, that's not gratitude. That's no. toxic positivity. Do you that's hear toxic. people complain about this too? Yes, totally. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. then again, I think you then reflect that you feel like something's wrong with you. And and, and we could also mm-hmm. link to social media because yes. we're posting. We're not- and it. it all this links. It's this web because also when you see somebody you're like, hey, how are you? Good. When really a lot of us are struggling. And so I think the mm-hmm. more that we can bring it out, but there are some signs of toxic positivity. So where you're actually like hiding your true feelings is one of them. Mm. That's something. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just trying to get on with it. Yep. Right. Uh, feeling guilty or feeling what you feel about what you feel. Yep. You know, um, minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements. You know, and I have some clients that do this sometimes. They're like, oh, well, we're going to read positive quotes together like once a week. I'm like, great. Can't hurt. And don't expect that it's going to all of a sudden create positivity. <laughs> yeah. And it, and and so I think that – and it's that la- – you know, it's that one uh, – not the last one, but the one right before that about, uh, you know – like minimizing other people's experience with, yeah, with minimize positive that, quotes. Yeah. It's like, that's the one that I think it's important for listeners to understand that that's going to be experienced as invalidating. Invalidating, right? yeah. Right? So validation means, you know, it's also kind of commonly misused in the, the general world. Validation doesn't mean you like something or well, agree with something. Well, especially behaviorism, I think it's misused. Yeah. Hello. Well, sometimes people misuse it. They'll say that they'll they'll mean they'll mean it to mean agreement, but validation really just means that something makes sense given the context. And that's right. You know, it, you know, there's worksheets about it. If you look up dialectical behavior therapy and validation, you can find those. Um, you can right, and we all have like beginning students who validate just by say, you know just by based on like, oh, sure, you wanted to kill somebody? Great, that's good. Let's, val- let's right, kill somebody. Right, it's like, right. no, and then that's it's like, not- no, that's not validation. Right? <laughs> that's not what validation means. Yeah. So validation just means like something makes sense given the context. And if somebody's emotions are, I'm having a really hard time because I am feeling very isolated right now. And you yeah. say, but you have a roof over your head. I know. You should feel grateful. Oh my it's, God. It's, 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 I want to like makes, stab your eye. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and also it's like, it, it makes the other person feel very alone. Yeah. And so it comes back to that notion of, you know, being positive. Again, we're not judging judgments. It's not good or bad to be positive or negative. It's, it's just not accurate. It's well, not. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Tell me. It's not accurate. And it is just, but so one of the, uh, the last sign is uh, brushing off things that are bothering you with like, it is what it is. Oh, who do I so hear that I wonder what you time. think about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because obviously we do a lot of acceptance work and we talk about acceptance a lot here on, sure this, on, on When East Meets West. And I would say that that statement, it is what it is, often gets used as sort of a, a way to seem as though one person is practicing, practicing acceptance. It is yes. what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we could be practicing acceptance by saying it is what it is, though that it is what it is in the way that it's kind of used just sort of colloquially is is very dismissive. It's just like brushing past it. It's like acceptance is, if you're saying it's, it is what it is from an acceptance-based lens, you're actually really connecting with what is. And maybe what is sucks. That's right. 
right? Yeah. You know? And I think the toxic positivity creates this uh, false expectation of, of what, of, so I, what I'm thinking is like people have said like they want to hold on to that pleasurable emotion. I think we've all heard that of like yes. when they're in a good moment, I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. And that's, and, and that's not is what it is. That's mm-hmm. actually future living. It's not in the present moment. Yes. And so from and- a mindfulness lens, we want to help bring them to this present moment. Because if right now I feel good, then describe and non-judgmentally experience and lean into that feeling. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's like be present to what's showing up. Be present, be Be, brave. (laughs) We we love to say it. it. I mean, let's end the podcast. (laughs) So, so, you know, because we're going to be wrapping up here, you know, not, you know, not too too long from those few minutes. Um, And I want to make sure that we talk about what I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, which is this distinction between positivity and optimism. Yes, Um, please. I think there's quite quite a difference. So, before I sort of share my thoughts, I'm curious, like, if you, see a difference between those two. A hundred percent. But I like the, I like your distinction of this and I know it. So I'd rather you say it. <laughs> okay. Fair. Cause you're smarter. Fair. Go ahead. I, that, <laughs> that is not true in any way, shape or form. No, I'm happy to, happy to share my distinction. So as we've been saying today, positivity is a, is a lens, is a judgment. It's yeah. saying everything is good. It's having blinders on to the things that are unpleasant in the world. Yeah. Just like a negativity is a lens where you're having blinders on to things that are going well or that are, are, are pleasant. So if positivity is saying everything's going to be good, it's a very linear lens, yeah. right? Um, very narrow. And I always, you know, it comes back to my thing about perfectionism, you know, there positivity can be very, <laughs> there it is. I always like to, I think everyone's a perfectionist in some mm-hmm. way. Um, I always say optimism is very different because optimism is a, zoomed out holistic lens that basically says, I will be okay. Yeah. Okay. Not meaning I'm going to feel amazing. That's right. Okay. Meaning I will move forward and I will get stronger on this path. Optimism doesn't say the path is going to be the yellow brick road and it's That's just right. littered with diamonds and ponies and rainbows. As it, nice it, as that would be. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> ponies are adorable, so I would yeah. like ponies. And diamonds and rainbows, I like that. Yeah, yeah also, also cool, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> though that's not what optimism says. It says no. on this path that, you know, you know, Pete and I discuss a lot, and obviously Eastern traditions are, do a much better job at this <laughs> in general than Western traditions do at acknowledging the path is going to be littered with discomfort that I will get through that. I will move forward. And in the, and if I'm willing to walk that path, again, that's also where there's also going to be fulfillment, yeah. right? And comfort too. We can't walk the path until we accept the suffering. And that's the Eastern yes. idea there is, you know, uh, may all beings be free from suffering. Doesn't mean I don't want anyone to have pain. It means that can they accept and, and practice non-attachment and mm-hmm. then walk into that next step. So if it's, you, look, you could walk on a yellow brick road. Just don't expect that the next step is going to be great. It's just that yeah. you're leaning in and that you're at least committing to the next step. And that's what we yes. do. Mindfulness is moments are not great. Traffic, waiting in line, death mm-hmm. of a loved one. Mm-hmm. And can I just embrace, feel that, experience it? It's a basic, you know, basic emotion. And then, and then just commit to like taking the next step, which is sometimes feels like we can't even do it. Yeah, and 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 remind yourself that 
when you're willing to do that, that is what's going to make space to feel grateful as opposed yeah. to positive. And like, you know, I said positivity is like cheap, you know, like it's like <laughs> really, you know, I mean, it's like, it's not very, there's like, you can be like, this is really good, but it doesn't last like gratitude. There's such a, like all values, there's, there's such a depth to it, right? It's so sustained. Yeah. We've been chanting uh, the practice of gratitude, uh, which oh, I'll just, I'll share like yeah, a, a quick please. line about it. It's yeah, a, I offer do. my gratitude for the people, animals, plants, insects, creatures of the sky and sea, air, and water, fire, and earth, and for all whose joyful exertion blesses my life every day. And then it goes on to like look at other things for the care and labor of a thousand generations, for safely and well-being, uh, for blessings of this earth, family and friends. If we can find these ways, and maybe I'll share a link to this practice of gratitude in the Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Because again, I'm not saying like this is what's going to make me feel good. I'm just saying let me at least think about the universality of these experiences that we're having. Mm -hmm. So the toxic positivity is just embracing the fact that we're not always going to feel great. And yes. So like, let's let go of that. Let's let's let let go of that. Let's let go of that. Yeah. Well, and I want to just leave listeners maybe with one or two suggestions here about what to do. Number one, when they're encountering toxic positivity and also maybe if you maybe someone's listening going like oh maybe i maybe i kind of error that way so maybe like, i'm you, one of those yeah yeah maybe i'm one of those what, so what what would you recommend pete I think just maybe trying to read this uh, practice of gratitude a little bit, uh, learn a little bit more about mindfulness to see if you can get into this present moment, uh, and then just notice yourself when you're in this in this uh, positive poly. I did I did have a an academic advisor who was always like this. No matter what happened, she always mm-hmm. found something. And frankly, you know, as much as I love her still to this day, she was a little annoying in my like. <laughs> growing adulthood self to like always find something positive because it's just not realistic. It's not realistic. Yeah. So what would you say? So similarly, I would say, especially if somebody else is doing it, I I would actually make a point to say, you know, Hey, I, I appreciate that you are wanting to look at the bright side of things. And I also need some space to just be understood that I'm having a hard time. Right. Like to be very clear about that and say, and that actually helps me to then have some space to focus on what's important to me and what I'm, what I'm grateful for. And then, you know, doing the same thing with oneself. If you find yourself going like, it's fine, it's fine, it's good. Can you pause and start by acknowledging what's hard? So, you know, I want everyone listening to see where, if they can get curious about where do they lean on that positivity side, right? Not judging it, just noticing it. And then seeing if you can turn your mind back to this, this middle path, not the yellow brick road, but a regular road where, we walk towards optimism. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. And I'm Dr. Pete Economo. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes 